Hello, everybody. Tracy, Mrs. J-Dog Flanagan here with you today. I'm the co-founder and senior vice president at J-Dog Brands. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Tactical Treasures. Our podcast gives veterans, male spouses, and active military service members a voice in the veteran space to speak about their service, how they are affecting their communities post-service, and a tactical treasure from their past that has shaped their journey and their military career, business, or life. Today, I I have the pleasure of speaking with Annette Wittenberg. Annette Wittenberg is a retired Army combat veteran, a male spouse of 23 years, and the mother of two children. Annette retired from the Army seven years ago and since then has been a prominent advocate and dedicated champion for her fellow veterans and male spouses, sharing her story and encouraging others to do the same in order to help end the stigma surrounding mental health within the military community. In this endeavor, Annette is the CEO and founder of A Wild Ride Called Life, an independent songwriting artist, published author, public speaker, mentor, and podcast host. Through all of these channels, Annette helps others to turn their mess into their message. Welcome to the podcast, Annette. I'm so pleased to have you on and very excited to talk about everything that you're doing. It sounds really amazing. Thank you very much. It's really an honor to be here. That's awesome. So can you talk to me about like your military career and service? You know, was there something that um, stood out to you as to why you wanted to join the military? I So I didn't find out till later on in life that I had family that served. Oh. But um, what drew me in was I attended an all-girl Catholic high school and I had a friend who enlisted and I thought that that was the most amazing thing ever because it was just unheard of in, in our, in our school. And so I, you know, I got as far as having a recruiter at my house and ready to sign that paperwork, but then I chickened out and I got scared and I later on sought out to the, when it was time for me to go to a university, I made sure that they had an ROTC program so I can train and try it out. And that's what I did. I, I don't know what it was. It was just all I knew was Army and what she did. And I just thought it was so amazing. And so in my mind, I was going to test it out for three years. And then that didn't happen. <laughs> I ended up retiring. So um, yeah, I think it was just it was even more meaningful when I found out that my grandfather had served in the Peruvian Air Force, and then my uncle served in the army. Oh, wow. Peruvian Air Force. That's amazing. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so were you born uh, in Peru or did, were you, did you, were you born here in the United States? I was not. Both my parents are from Peru and I was born in Jersey. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so it sounds like you're doing just amazing stuff in the mental health um, space of the military community. And that that is such a big, uh, I think, thing that is, you know, talked, not really talked about, but it certainly does exist. So, um, so you're the founder of a CEO of a wild ride called life. What inspired you to kind of start that? And, and I understand you have a, a blog and a website and a podcast and you're doing such amazing things. So can you talk a little bit about your journey there? 
Yeah. So as right when I was retiring, I was struggling a lot, a, a very, um, I was really struggling and I, I retired early, earlier than I expected. And it would, it hit me really hard mm. in my mind. I had all these plans. And then when, when that, uh, option came up, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who I was. And, you know, you hear about a lot of us not knowing who we are out of uniform. Mm -hmm. And so I needed an outlet. I, I didn't know how to talk about what I was dealing with because I learned how to suppress it so much for so many years. And I just, at first I started putting it on social media and that became a little touchy and I got some backlash for it. And, oh. but I did read some of my, friends and soldiers who reached out to me and said, you know, that they understood what I was going through, that they were, they had gone through the same thing. And so from then on, I decided, well, enough of this Facebook, I'm just going to make a website. I'm just going to make a blog and figure out how to voice my concerns and my struggles through that. And then w once that started, it was just like, it was no going back because I knew that I wasn't alone at that point. Right, right. Um, so I, I and I I went through your your website and there's a there's a I there's a lot going on there. But what I really like is you've really it seems like you've created like a community um, where people can go to and and you have resources there that can really help them. And um, I think I, I just think that's amazing. Um, so talk to me about your book. Um, how, I guess, how did that come about? And, and the title is very interesting. I, I'd love to hear more about that. Thank you. I, I, I felt like I needed to do more. I wanted to do more besides writing a blog and doing a podcast. I'll just add something else to my plate and, and <laughs> writing a book, I think was more of like a, like a self healing journey for me. It, it was very difficult to come to that decision because I was putting my family out there and, um, I needed to make sure that it was okay for, for me to, to talk about it because they were part of it, you know? And so that was very difficult, but I just knew uh, that I, I needed to do more. And although it was a painful process, I, the, the feedback I received just makes it, um, makes me know that I, I did the right thing. Um, you know, it, it's still hard. You put your life out there, especially when my husband still serves and my children are older. So there's not a lot of, people with their last name out there. So you could Google search and you'll find them. And that's hard for them, you know? So, but yeah, I just, I don't know. It was a calling and, and sometimes that sounds cheesy, but I just felt like I needed to do it. I don't think that sounds cheesy. I mean, I think, you know, <laughs> I, I truly believe that we're all, we all have a purpose in life and, you mm -hmm. know, I, and if you feel like this is your purpose, I, I think it's awesome because um, the more people I think that talk about it in the military community and that are, um, you know, the ones that have what they call invisible wounds um, from service, yes. um, I, I just think it's important to know that it's okay not to be okay. And I know that sounds cliche, but... Um, I think it's really true. And I think the more people talk about it, uh, the more people 
will be inspired and realize that, hey, um, I'm not the only one going through this. There's somebody out there um, and there's resources that I can tap into. So um, Absolutely. You're, so you're also a songwriter and, and uh, music and all that. <laughs> so I understand you wrote <laughs> songs together with your daughter. That's amazing. I did. Thank you. That was, that was, uh, that was a funny story too. I, I, the, the VA offers this program called the VRAP and you can apply for it. And if you get accepted, they pay up to 12 months of school, um, based off of the schools that they uh, accepted. And there was two schools that offered music. And for, for some reason, my 16 year old self was like, Ooh, I want to do it. I want to do it. And my family was questioning, what are you, I thought you were mental health. And I said, trust me, there's a method to my madness. And so <laughs> after my um, grueling six months of school, I decided that's when I want to write songs for people. You know, we, we all put ourselves out there on social media and it's difficult, but maybe we can turn our words into something that's healing and, and beautiful. So I want to, I want to use healing through music. Yeah, that's great. Music therapy is an awesome uh, way of of healing and and tapping in, um, and it, it I think expression helps with healing as well too. That's really yes. great. Hello, listeners. We really want to thank you for tuning in and enjoying all the episodes of Tactical Treasures. We're talking to amazing veterans and mill spouses in the veteran space, and it's just been an amazing experience. And thank you so much for tuning in. But hey, if you want to check out J-Dog, look us up on jdog.com. And if you go to jdog.com, you'll find out everything about J-Dog. You'll be able to book a service, either junk removal and hauling or our carpet cleaning and floor care service. You can even look into our franchise or you can even look at employment. Our J-Dog franchise owners are hiring all across the country and they love to hire their fellow veterans and service members. And if you want to know more about our J-Dog Foundation, we're doing amazing things, supporting irreverent warriors and stop soldier suicide, preventing PTSD and combating veteran suicide. So check us out, jdog.com. Thank you. All right. So your treasure, I can't, oh my gosh, there's so much here. I can't imagine what your treasure is, but I would love <laughs> to hear about it. I'm sure it's awesome. <laughs> Oh gosh. I, you know, I was, I was in a car accident four years ago and I thought that I had a pretty good relationship with, with God because of the way I was raised. I, you know, I lost myself along the way, but, um, that was the moment where I knew that, uh, with all those struggles in my life and the, the days that I, you know, I wanted to end it all, I, I no longer felt like that at that moment. I knew that there was a reason that we, my daughter and I survived it. And my husband had to remind me, you know, what are you going to do with that now? You know, no more feeling sorry for yourself. And he's just, he's a different, he's, he's so different than me, the way he handles things, but it made me realize that he was right. You know, I, we were, kept here for a reason. And that's why I'm so passionate even more now that, um, I need to continue to, to help others and do something with this 10th chance at life. And so, um, 
you know, people often ask me why I put myself out there so much and everybody knows about your life and that, uh, yes, but you never know who's reading, who's watching, who's listening. And if your one post helps save someone's life, then that might be, that might be it. You know, we all, we always look on, on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. And there's always something that somebody says that we resonate with. Um, it's amazing. It's, it could be a powerful tool. So it's a very powerful tool. Yeah. So, so your yeah. treasure is renewed faith in, in your journey, right? That, that's what yes. I hear here going on here. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's really great. And it, it truly is, I think with the media and the way social media is today and just media in general podcasts and blogs and whatever. And I, I just think there's so many people out there that are searching for something and they could be hurting and they could be struggling with mental health and, um, maybe nobody knows and they could see right. something or read something or just like you said something could keep them from going that extra step you know to to do something tragic and um so i think the more that we talk and the more that we get out there and when you think about it it's it is hard to be vulnerable but the fact that you're willing to be vulnerable about your journey and about what you you still struggle with and i think it's i think it's amazing and i think um i i think good for you and thank you because there's probably a lot of people out there that have seen your stuff and i'm sure you've touched many many people you know so it, it's it's very very important so thank you. Um, but I, I kind of perused your podcast. So, um, tell me about, tell me about your podcast. So I under, you have a lot of guests on there. And, um, so can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So that, that did, that went along with my, my renewed faith. It was a year after my accident and I, again, I wanted to do more. I, I always wanted, I always try to find ways to do more in the, the podcast called the truths we hide that, that came to me one day and I thought, okay, you know, let's do it. I, I know how it feels to hide a lot of things in my life. And I know that there's others out there. And so initially I imagined it would be for, for veterans, but I did have a lot of people reach out to me and say, do you have to either asking me, do you have to be military affiliated? Because here's my story. And I said, you know what? No, let's do it. Let's, Let's try to bridge that gap and, and bring on other people that have been through, you know, sex trafficking or whatever the case is. It's just amazing to hear these stories of these survivors and what they're trying to do to help others. And that, that I knew, I knew that's what I needed to do. So it was no longer about me. It was about all of us. And so that's what that's what drew me in. And I didn't know anything about podcasting. A lot of us, you know, we get, we get scared. Like nobody wants to hear our voice. How do we do it? Is it expensive? And I said, all you got to do is just press record, right? Sometimes that's just how you have to start. <laughs> yeah. And so truly. that's how I started. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's uh that's great. 
Hello, listeners and viewers. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Tactical Treasures Podcast. We are speaking to Annette Wittenberger. She is a Army combat uh, veteran and male spouse of 23 years. And she has uh, an incredible website. She is the CEO of A Wild Ride Called Life. And if you go there, uh, wildridecalledlife.com, um, you can find out everything that's going on. She has a blog on there. She has written a book called The Wall Between Two Lives, where she talks about her own journey with mental health and how she's kind of come out on the other side and re amazing resources is how she's helping her fellow, uh, not only male spouses and veterans, but, uh, civilians as well. You can check it all out there. Um, and you can follow her on LinkedIn and you can get this book also. It's in the audio version on audible and amazon.com. So what, what do you think that, um, if there are other military veterans, male spouses, and just, I guess, people in general that have, str that are struggling or have struggled, do you have a piece of advice that like a li little nugget that could keep them going or would help them to, you know, dig down deep and, and not hide their truths anymore and to seek help and seek resources. I know now that there are so many, uh, I think what, let me, let me back up. One of the things that really prevented me from seeking help was that people were going to find out, you know, I, I was taught to be strong and I was a female and a leader and all these things. And you're not, you don't have time to be sick, right? You don't have time to get help. And so, mm -hmm. Uh, but I didn't, we didn't have all these nonprofits that we have now that are, are there to give us those services. They, they provide so many things that we don't even know about. So if you don't want to seek, you know, any kind of, um, help on post and you don't want anyone to know, that's where the nonprofits come in. And I, I wish we would have had that. And I've personally used a few of them and I'm so grateful that they exist. And, and so that's one thing I would tell people is there are so, there's so many resources out there that you, that remain confidential, you know, if you're afraid for people to find out. And then over time, we have to learn that social media is, um, like I said, it could be powerful. I think it's just hard because we feel like we have to be on social media all the time. And there's that pressure of trying to make ourselves look good. We have to stop that. You know, it's not always Instagram pretty. It's not, you don't always have to post. I mean, I scroll through it, but I don't always post because that's just not me anymore. You know, I don't have to prove anything to other people. And we have to learn that. We have to learn to give ourselves grace. You know, it's okay. Like you said, it's okay to not be okay. And I, I just, you know, I usually, I, I, I give my phone number out to a lot of people because I want them to know that they can text me or call me or they can, I've had people reach out to me through Instagram or my website just to have, just to be heard. And, and I think that's what we need. We need to just step back and hear people, you know, not always give them advice and not always, um, get in their business. Just let them, let them be heard. And 
I think there's there's just so much work to be done. And now with the 988 suicide prevention line, you know, there's there's so much out there now. Don't Mm -hmm. be afraid to use it. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, you're not you need to find your community of people that are um, are there. And And I think as I get older, you know, my my circle is smaller, but I realize that. I don't need to be perfect, you know, and my kids know that too at 19 and 22. They, I want them to see that it's okay to voice your, your feelings and to cry and to be angry. It's just all about how we handle it afterwards. I could go on about this forever. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want people to know right. that there, there's so many resources out there. Don't, yeah. um, your life is worth living. Yeah, truly. Um, and I, yep. I think uh, social media, unfortunately, like you said, it, it, it's a powerful tool, but I think it, I think it can be a terrible um, stigma at times because yep. it, it it gives people a false sense of oh I have to be this person or I have to be that person or I have to post every single portion of my life and it has to be perfect, and you right. know. It, and and you want to emulate what you see out there on on Facebook and and Instagram, and it uh, it can be just a it can be a, a, a mm. just a hole that you go down. And uh, yeah, I think social media needs to be you know tempered uh, and and not be taken so seriously. Um, and it it, right. it can be hard though because it is so much a part of you know, our world these days. And, um, but really, yeah, that's really, really good advice. I think it's important to know that there are resources and, you know, definitely if you're part of the military community, um, our, our foundation, J-Dog Foundation, um, helps with, uh, veteran and, um, active duty, uh, suicide and prevention. And we're involved with, um, IW or Reverend Warriors, the Silky Hikes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've yes. heard about them. Yeah, so um, we're we're a large sponsor of their Silky Hikes and their events. And uh, Jerry and I have had the privilege of of witnessing one of them uh, driving the safety vehicle and uh, Jerry walking actually in in his first hike this past. Uh, uh, June here in Philadelphia. And it's amazing to see 200 plus veterans all together, just laughing and telling stories and, and encouraging and helping one another and listening to one another. Um, and it's really, I think a very important organization that, that can help save lives before they get to that contemplation on, Oh, should I end it? You know, and we're also partnered with Stop Soldier Suicide, with which is another uh, incredible organization that um, again can take you through. And we have connections there, and we've helped a few veterans get to those resources. But um, you're true. You're true. It's it's truly truly important to know that there are there's help out there, um, and there's resources out there, and. I love your website. There's a, there's a lot on there, but um, a lot. I think there's a lot there that people can tap into, and um, and your book is uh, is great. 
Um, I think I'm going to have to Thank get a you. copy. I'd love to. I'd love to read it. <laughs> but uh, that's that's Thank really you. great. So before we wrap up, where can people find you? Um, and tell me where we can find your book if people are interested. Yes. Thank you. So it is on um, on Amazon and it's also in an audiobook. So you can go to a wild ride called life.com and find all the information there as well as on Instagram. Oh, that's great. That's great. And uh, can people also get in touch with you if they go to your website, if they want to yes. connect with you? Are you on LinkedIn, Annette? I think that's how I found yeah. you. Yes, I'm on LinkedIn as well and okay. Twitter and TikTok and I don't do the dancing, but I'm on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A lot of places where we can find you. Um yes. for help and and just for a, a listening ear. Absolutely. Yeah. And that thank you so much for thank you for your service and thank you for now what you're doing post service. I think it's uh I think it's really incredible. You're doing really great thank stuff. Thank you very much. And thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. Take care. We'll talk soon. Hello, viewers and listeners. I hope you have been enjoying this exciting episode of Tactical Treasures, where we've been speaking to Annette Wittenberger. She is a retired Army combat veteran and a male spouse of 23 years. And she has an amazing website. You can check it out. It's a wild ride called life.com. And she has written a book and she has a blog on there and she has a podcast. And she is doing amazing work in her own journey uh, with her mental health and um, how she's come out on the other side and how she's now helping military veterans and male spouses and even civilians with how they can find resources um, to help in their, their mental health journey. Um, she's written a book called The Wall Between Two Lives, and it is on Audible, and you can get it on Amazon.com. You can also find it on the website. She also has a LinkedIn profile, Annette Wittenberger, just just uh, check her out. And she has an amazing story, a podcast and a blog, and she's trying to help people navigate their own journey with mental health. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon.